Wow, girls, today I have got someone incredible on the podcast. Um, I want to introduce you to Jazz Bamra. She is an RTT practitioner. She helps people move through grief, releasing suppressed emotions that they may not even realize that they had. She helps people get to the root cause of their issues in such a safe way that enables them to live a full life. Um, Jazz was also the author of a beautiful keepsake journal called My Grief Companion, which is available on Amazon. And yesterday, Jazz and I did an RTT session on me, and we will deep dive into that shortly, because it was so powerful, so powerful that I basically couldn't record this podcast yesterday because I had to sit with what came up. So Jazz, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so really excited. excited. So Jazz, the first question I ask <laughs> all my guests is, what does it mean to you to be unlimited? I actually believe that we are unlimited at our core. We don't even have to be unlimited. It is just who we are. And it ties in actually with what I do for work and even mm. with my brand. Yeah. If you see in my brand, I have an infinity symbol. Yes. And there's meaning behind that because for me, we are infinite. So we don't even have to be unlimited. I we already are. We already from we're born who like that. We are. You're born like that. We are unlimited. That's I what that. I believe. Yeah. I love so we're born like that. That is who we are. We've just got to find it. Because, yeah. You know, a lot of people do lose it along the yeah. way. Like we forget. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Beautiful, Jazz. So look, RTT, hypnotherapy. What is it? Gosh, RTT is uh, such a unique modality. So it stands for Rapid Transformational Therapy. Mm -hmm. And essentially, at the foundation, we use hypnotherapy, hypnosis to make you relax and to really allow you to connect with that innermost mind that actually has, it's like a vault that has a store of everything that we have ever felt experienced since our very existence mm. and this vault is where we have all the answers to whatever is going on in our lives so rtt is that bridge that mm. allows us to go and dialogue with your subconscious mind and really unravel unpack and look at what's coming up with any issue that's going on in your life mm. um i trained in rtt because i accidentally was introduced to it by my own daughter oh wow and yeah so my oldest has always been very spiritually inclined into all these type of things and she actually said to me on one of our walks she said mom do you know there's this lady called marissa peer and i had never heard of her yeah and she said oh i think you would really like what she does and i think i can see you doing what she does and it's really good so she dropped that and I said, oh, that's interesting, you know, as you do. As you do. And um, I was, I'm big on self-help, self-development, all of that. And I I used to really uh, do a lot of courses with Mind Valley. Mm -hmm. And Marissa was doing a course on there called Uncompromised Life. Okay. And so when that popped up, I thought, hmm, okay, this is the lady she was talking about. And that's when I signed on to that Uncompromised Life course. And it was like, it was RTT, but it was based around like working on different aspects of your life yeah. from like your personal to your 
abundance, to your health, to relationships. And as I worked through the course, so much crap (laughs) that I thought wasn't even there came out. Mm. And I was like, what is this, Bruno? I know you opened Pandora's box, right? So I was like, do you know, there's something here. And then I realized you could, I, I could train in it. And so I did, I invested in it, I trained in it. And I just, that's where my RTT journey began. Um, I actually do want to talk about your journey, if you didn't mind. So I know that you've been through a lot in yeah. your life um, with grief and with losing people. And um, I guess this is the route you took in terms of, you know, when we have a challenge ourselves, that's how we help people get through it. Once we've been through it, we have that power to help others. Is yeah. that why you chose this path for yourself and your business? Partly, yes, but partly, I think I've always been, this is at my core, Ush, I am a helper. Mm. I am the kind of person who's always been a good listener, really like to help people. Even as a child, my first volunteer job at the age of, oh gosh, I don't even know, it's 10, 11. Um, So I'm from Kenya and we used to live in Nairobi and our house was very near one of the big hospitals. And one of my first jobs was a volunteer at the hospital. Not that I did anything drastic. I served teas and coffees in a private ward. So I'll tell you my first job quickly. It was Mm -hmm. also in a hospital, but in a radio station at a hospital. Wow, amazing. I can see that, you know. So I used to serve teas and coffees and take stuff from one department to the other. But what I really loved was just chatting with the patients and listening Mm. to them and seeing how they were doing. So it's always been in me. But obviously, as you said, when life happens and things unfold in your life and I've had my share of losses, you have to kind of step back into yourself and you, you try to swim through all of those waves of ups and downs and that's how I kind of found what I do Mm. so before RTT I I used to be a a teacher yeah I've taught um, I was an adult tutor for nearly or nearly a decade I I taught English and I taught fitness health uh, health and mindset I've always had that health and mindset stuff yeah but what I found even in my teaching Ush when I would teach these mostly women in the adult ed college they'd be sharing their stuff behind their English problems and I would be listening to that and sort of just always encouraging them and guiding them and everyone would you know want to say oh our class is ending can we have you as a tutor again next year so there's always been that aspect of wanting to help yeah I think For all of us, when we're here on this planet to serve and to coach and to guide and to teach, you can't get away with it. Like even when I was a personal trainer, yes, I was teaching people how to lift and do deadlifts and things like that. But actually at the core of it was about the person. And I'd listen to their stories and hold that space for them and, and make them feel safe to share it because not everybody has an outlet in their quote-unquote real life right yeah no exactly I think we're just we're called I believe what's unfolded in my life is it's RTT has found me in Mm. a way and it is one modality that I'm helping people with who knows what else I'll train in (laughs) you never know right what else is going to come I mean I've I've gone into grief 
Yeah. I do grief education, grief movement, breath and yeah. sound. So it's not just RTT. I support people through mm. through like loss and uh, you know, the the worst things that we go through. So, mm. you know, but it's amazing how you do end up kind of being called to these things. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that's what great? I believe. So you support people through grief, but what else can you use RTT for? Oh Why does someone want RTT in their life? So much. Anything. Okay. You know, I I used to say, if you're not sure, just ask. Mm. Anything from your personal, any kind of personal things you want to work on from, say, if you are, you know, lacking in confidence, self-esteem, you're getting anxiety, panic attacks, depression, all of that kind of self stuff, imposter syndrome, you can't speak up, then relationships, mm. right? Relationships, if you want to, if you are not um confident in yourself or if you are in a relationship i've done a session a very interesting one with a with a lady who wanted to bring uh the sexy back into her oh. marriage and yeah i've done yeah it was it was a really nice session so yeah um you know how you kind of reach in your 40s and you're bored and you think oh i'm losing my marriage because we don't have that spark i've worked with somebody oh. for that anxiety social anxiety physical issues Ush, like I've had clients for skin conditions um oh, wow. and endometriosis fertility I can't get pregnant um phobias I had oh. a lady yeah I've worked with somebody who couldn't um was scared of injections and needles and she came to me when she was expecting so naturally there was a lot of needle work needed you know and then hypnobirthing. So there's a lot. Like I, yes, you see me niching in grief and loss, yeah. but I have such a mixture of clients. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at essence, RTT is hypnotherapy. Is that correct? It's it's hypnotherapy on steroids. Huh? <laughs> it's it's a lot more than that because you have combination of aspects of. NLP that come into yes. the techniques, aspects of CBT, psychotherapy, um, and talk therapy. So it's it's a it's and it has its own techniques. As you know, we did some yeah. yesterday. So it's it's designed the way Marissa has designed it is it's meant to be. You don't want to fiddle around and say how are you feeling, how are you feeling. It's about where's this coming from, what's going on. Let's get to the root. And really shed the layers. Yeah. And that's why it's called rapid transformation. Exactly. Therapy. I was going to say, it's so rapid. Like, it isn't about how are you feeling today? What's coming no. up? It's like, where are you? What yeah. is happening? Yeah. How are you feeling? And yeah. it's it's insane, like, the journey that you <laughs> took me on yesterday. But I just want to go back and just wind back a little bit. Okay. You said that you helped somebody with bringing their sexy back. Now, yes. that sounds really interesting. Like, do you think that someone loses that sexiness because of life and that's why it's it's hidden away inside them then you you literally use rtt to dig it out or like what how did you do that so that <laughs> session you know that session was um a lovely client who was in a obviously married had children but was feeling like her marriage was 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 she was losing her marriage because there was no connection and she didn't she somehow she felt I don't want I don't feel like 
having sex. Oh, is that asexual when you don't feel like having sex? No, well, that's if you're completely put off. But she wasn't. She just said, I don't feel like what's going on with me. Like, what is it? And when we did the session, it was not just that to bring the sexy back. It was even rooted down to the initial idea of how sex is looked at in our culture and growing up in a household Mm -hmm. where you are told that anything to do with your body is dirty. Yes. That implication, right? There's that kind of implication of shame, right? Um, So we went back, I think with her, we went back. It wasn't even to do with her husband. So it was to do with herself. So we went back to like scenes of her childhood where she maybe heard some stuff and also um, some implications around women being dirty or something, something she heard as a child. Yeah. And it's also like in our culture, you do not really see your parents um, as intimate people. Like they barely hold hands. Some parents... yeah, and then yeah some parents don't babies. even talk some parents don't even say each other's names or or, or yeah they call each other mom and dad mom and dad yeah right so yeah so she went back and I think she also went back to a scene where she was a little baby in her cot okay. I think lying in her cot and she overheard her mom and dad having a conversation about something that was to do with this and that just made that little baby think, this is wrong, this is hurtful, something around that. Like she, that scene that came up for her. So when we came out of her session, she was like, I can't even believe it. Mm. Because she went back to like feeling like a baby who's like a couple of months old, lying in a cot, hearing this conversation about mom being scared to have sex or something about maybe not wanting another child. I've done a couple of sessions, so sometimes I mix up the scenes. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then but it was it, all about embracing. So we get to that, we go back, we find those, mm. where's the root? What was going on? And then what were you, what's the thing you told yourself? So I heard my mom say this and my mom being mom, she knows everything. So she's saying this and with, with children, this is called learned helplessness. Right. We pick it up. So if someone we trust an adult, say, for example, has a reaction to something, we automatically say this is bad. Yeah. So she told herself this story. And so now, yes, she's married, she's had kids, she's had sex, but she's never fully let go and enjoyed it. She's Forget getting it back. She's never really like opened up. So we did all of the work of releasing that and saying, do you know what? It's okay to have pleasure. It's okay to, to own your body. And then the recording was where we bring the power back. And it's all about, yeah, you're the wife, you have a relationship, no one else has that relationship. Own your power, you know, this kind of stuff, like your body. It's okay to look at your body, things like that. Mm. So when you're listening to that again and again and again, it's it's really powerful. Isn't so, it amazing that as kids, like even as a one-year-old who'd heard something in her yeah. cot, like for example, that we pick up certain things that literally impact the rest of our lives, right? Like, for example, yes, 
you know, mom and dad don't hold hands. Sex is only there for reproduction purposes, right? When actually sex is such a so much more thing, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's building that relationship, that partnership, that love and passion and everything, you know. And like a part of me is really interested in learning a bit more about Tantra as well. I know that's not just sex, but it's like a lot more. Um, but it's so interesting how... Small yeah, you should have heard her recording. Her. I was getting hot listening to her. <laughs> Jazz. Yeah, because you want, to, you want to you want to excite. You see what it is, Ush. On a serious note, your mind loves to hear things that excite it. Yes, 100%. Okay. So whatever that may be. So let's say you have a fear of speaking. If you can make your mind excited about it, your mind's going to want to do it. And this is where in RTT, we focus on using really powerful words and language yeah. that really get you excited so your mind says oh I want a bit of that you know whatever that may be yeah so yeah it's it's really really powerful yeah it is powerful okay let's um talk about what happened yesterday okay. so yesterday um Jazz took me through some RTT based on all of you know my traumas. You know, I was sexually assaulted, raped at university, and then I've had depression, and then I've been through multiple spiritual awakenings because spirit was literally bashing my head, going, Wake the fuck up, girl, yeah. you know? Um, but there's obviously, as much as I felt like I dealt with a lot of my um, trauma from the abuse that I faced or the rape that I faced and how I was treated by the police afterwards, actually what came out, yes, came out yesterday was that I hadn't properly dealt with it. But it went way deeper than that. Yeah. So, Jazz, do you want to share? Yeah. Do you want to share? Because I, you'll share what you feel comfortable sharing. What do you mean it went deeper than that? So... It all, we went back to like my seven-year-old self. We went back to my 12-year-old self. We went back to my 24-year-old self and the 21-year-old self who'd had her virginity stolen from her. And we also went back to me realising that at seven years old is when I took on my masculine persona when I realized or when I believed that I had to start protecting others around me. Yeah. Because people, certain people in my life, I felt couldn't protect themselves and were quite weak. Yeah. And so at seven years old, my mum did have a miscarriage and seeing her that week reminded me of every single conversation every single argument that we used to have in the car um, when when leaving family occasions. Because obviously mm. a lot of our root cause issues, unfortunately, in our culture, mm. come from families. Because mm. I don't know why, 100%, mm. there's definitely a lot of ancestral stuff there um, within our culture. Um, and one of the things was that, you know, my mum being the pretty mum and this, that, and the mm. other. Like, I don't want to go into full details, but she never, she felt ousted. She felt like she was mm. the outsider. And I can see that today still, right? Mm. And mm. so I took on this protective role. Mm. And my body, like you said, Jazz, shows 
people that I am a protector. I am broad-shouldered. I am tall. I am probably mm. still overweight, you know? Mm. And it's there because I've become this warrior, this mm. son, this, this, this strong person for my family. When I didn't really need to do that. No. And all you wanted to be was a girl. Yeah. All I wanted to be was a girl. And I think for the entire hour that Jazz did the RTT with me I think I literally didn't stop crying like I in a releasing way in a releasing way and honestly Jazz when when we first started I genuinely just thought whatever like you know I've done therapy before I've had hypnotherapy before nothing works on me um I've done a bit of coaching before like I'm fine I remember when I had therapy after the rape um the first two sessions were really powerful and draining and then after that, I was like, what is the point of this? Like, I don't see the point, yeah. you know? Yeah. And honestly, as I said, I've worked with other coaches before on this issue. But you took me back to places I didn't knew, even know I needed to go to. Like, the fact that I have never so found... I'm going to correct you there. Okay. I didn't take you back. Okay. I guided you and your mind took you back. Yeah. And it was so vivid. Your mind took you back. You see, it seems funny. It seems odd that, you know, we're talking about something totally different. And then you're going back to like being seven-year-old and seeing your mom in hospital. Your mind has, your our minds are meaning-making machines. Meaning-making machines. That's what I say. And we have the power. What's what? What I say is we forget. Yes, they make meaning but they make meaning based on what we are witnessing and going through and how old we are at the time. What happens is we make those meanings and we believe them to be the holy grail. They Mm. become our core stuff. So as a seven-year-old, you said to yourself, right, I can't see my mom like this, you know, in hospital with all these wires. I'm going to be the protector. I'm going to be, like you just said, the son right? And you were seven years old. And that became a part of you. Remember, we did the part Mm -hmm. thing. That's a part of you. Now, when you are in your 40s, and you ask that part, how old do you still think you are? And the part still goes back to a very younger age. Mm -hmm. So we are stuck in that programming. And I am there just as a guide, but it's your mind that takes you back. Mm. And I think that's the bit I didn't understand. Like, I thought hypnotherapy just took you out of your body. I thought, you know, all these things were meant to take me out of my body. But it's not. It's actually about being in your body. Yeah. And feeling. Yeah. It's all about the feeling. So all of us are different, right, in how we uh, learn and remember. You've heard this. We're visual, audio, Mm -hmm. kinesthetic. We're feeling. So for some people, when they go, when we say she went back, it's regression. We are asking your mind to take us back and your mind, you know, again, it's the wording. It's the powerful wording. So we say your genius mind, your brilliant mind. So your mind's going, "Mm -hmm, okay. And it's like, take us back to that crucial scene. So your mind knows exactly where to go. And when these scenes come up, sometimes like we went back, you've said it when you were 21 and you went through the the incident of the rape you are fully aware I'm there as your guide and I tell you listen it's upsetting but you are not not reliving it you are reviewing it 
So the analogy I like to use, and even in session, I will say it's like the screen has come on in front of your TV and you can see it. You can, it's like when you watch a good movie and you really feel the emotion, but you know who you are, you're sat here. So there is an attachment to the scene because it was who you were, but there's a detachment in the sense you still know I'm reviewing it. Yeah. So it's like you're going back with an older perspective, a new lens. Yeah, it was a bit like daydreaming, if I yes, may. Absolutely. It is like daydreaming. That's what hypnosis is. It's yeah. like daydreaming, allowing your mind to just take you where it needs to go. But with RTT, obviously, you have a guide, a facilitator who's yeah. there to prompt you and then to find those meanings that you've made. Yeah, it That's was what so we did. powerful. And one of the things I realized is that it all came down to the fact that I'm 43 next week and I'm going through a little bit of a time at the minute where I'm just like, oh, my God, like what's going on with me? Why yeah. am I not able to open myself up fully? And when I think back to the last relationship I have, I was heartbroken, but I genuinely don't think I was fully 100% in it. And okay. I think one of the biggest things that came out of yesterday for me is that I had, at seven years old, put those barriers up. Mm. Yeah. And become a bit of an island. Yeah. And then when the incident happened at 21, those barriers became bricks, Bricks, right? And I let nobody in apart from, I was on a warpath for a while, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, And it was only recently that I started like leaning into more of my feminine energy, accepting that this was my challenge, this was my trauma and moving past it. And so yesterday was really powerful for me. And today, you said before we we started recording that I'm glowing yeah and I feel like I'm glowing yeah you do you look it (laughs) and that's the power of RTT so I I after Jazz's session spent a good hour with my own self with my brain with my journal and just went back to everywhere that we went to and bear in mind you and I had an hour's yeah uh, insight session normally my session is three hours where we would have gone a bit more deep and done your transformation recording and stuff like that but yeah the other thing was like we went back to a scene where I didn't even realize I needed to go back to you which was when I was around 24 years old running padlock parties at the gherkin in London yeah what (laughs) (laughs) why did we need to go back there right those were fun times but actually not with that as well like never feeling good enough never feeling chosen and honestly jazz I think what you do is so powerful like I would say if you guys are looking for something that maybe you feel stuck in your life maybe you feel like something is holding you back but you can't quite figure it out RTT is going to get there RTT is going to find that cause that root cause right and how do you feel now Ush going forward like when you think about because we started off by you were scared to open up so now you know why, right? <laughs> I'm always scared to open up, my darling. <laughs> so it was all about protecting yourself, being the protector, being the masculine. How do you feel now when you think about, I know your birthday's coming up, and but going forward, what 
now that you know where that's come from, what 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 have you told yourself that you're going to change now? What's transformed? So it's funny because I went for a walk this morning and I was speaking to the universe as I do. I was chatting to God on my walk and I was like, you know what? I actually feel ready to be whole, seen wholly by somebody, okay. fully be so open with somebody that they don't have to climb barriers. They don't have to break down my walls. They don't have to do anything, but I am there as my open full self. And I've, I've always felt like I've worn my heart on my sleeve. But I feel like this time, I feel like now I'm just, I'm just ready to fall so madly deeply in love and be and and, and be seen hundred percent. And I feel I feel I don't know if you you if you're watching this on like YouTube or whatever, <laughs> you can see my, I'm literally my body just feels like it's flowy. I feel flowy. I feel more feminine. That's it. That's all, that's the word I was waiting for. Because what came up was this need to be more masculine because of everything that happened and because of what you told yourself and that need was so deep that that part we released that part and now it's about having the masculine yes because you do need it but it's about now for you embracing the feminine and whatever that looks like for you it It could be dressing a certain way it could be just allowing yourself to be vulnerable where you may not have been in the past like you said just go with the flow see what happens and it starts with you doing it for yourself first yes yes 100% and I I feel like there's probably more work that we can do together yes you know there's definitely more work there like I want to for the next you know I am technically middle-aged now so for the next part of my life I want it to be the most magical part of my life. And I feel like this work with you can make that magical. A hundred percent can. This is why when in my program, when you do one session or one cycle, so I have my deeper mm. program, is it uncovers a lot. Mm. And I call this like almost like a ripple effect because mm. one thing will bring out another. So we started with one thing, but look how many things came up and we kind of dealt with so much, right? But after all that stuff, like an onion that you peel, other stuff comes to the fore and you think, "Mm, this has come up. I need to work on this. So usually I recommend with my own clients two to three cycles. Normally, nobody does more than three. Three is more than enough because it really does. It's done. So for me, repeat clients are hard to get. So let me ask you a question. There comes a point, now I always believe there comes a point in any human's life who is spiritually woke, who is has been working on their self, there comes a point that you kind of go, you know what, I'm done, I'm done. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've done the work. Like I've done as much work as I want to do. Do I need to continue going deeper? And at what point do you go, actually, I want to just live this beautiful life that I've now created. At what point do you do that? I think you know in your gut what feels right, doesn't it? So when you go do all these different, look, there's so much stuff out there and they're all amazing. Everyone's doing amazing stuff, right? There's Reiki, there's yoga, there's all, each of these things, RTT, it all has its own place. As we grow, we reach certain levels and we outgrow certain needs of certain things, I feel. Mm. And then you like, what's the next thing? And the next thing and the next thing. But I do believe, that will never be done. 
No, we're never what done. May happen, what may happen is you feel, you may come to a point where you're like, okay, I've done a lot. Now I just want to step back and I just want to enjoy, immerse, embody myself in what I've uncovered and see what comes up. Mm-hmm. And then guaranteed you'll do something and then something else will come up. This is what life is, isn't it? But you know, it's okay to outgrow certain things. Yeah. Like I had some meditative practices that I've outgrown now. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm not, it doesn't mean like, I'm. we're not tied to these things. These yeah. are part of our learning and growing. 100%. And as we grow. Even grow, RTT, be, yeah. even my own modality. Like I said, people who've had three cycles, they have they get so used to like they 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 can see how it's working that you do not need me unless something new comes up i've had one or two clients who've come back like after a year to maybe work in one round on something completely different yeah new level new devil something else right but that stuff you know they've moved on and they've done other stuff yeah we're all part of a we're all cogs in the system of helping each other that's what I believe we are we all all of us are doing what you're doing what I'm doing it's all so needed yeah it is it is especially as we shift into this new paradigm of a more feminine nature and genuinely think like I don't know about you but I've heard that you know or I feel and I've heard that this new paradigm is coming and 2027 is going to be this incredible year of like an awakening for like the world and I do think it started today with everything that we're doing with everything that other coaches are doing we're all out here to serve each other because we all have a purpose in our lives yeah I'm a bit like you actually Ush because I too have had to be in my masculine given my given my situation with the girls I've been a single parent uh I've dedicated my life to raising them and and there's a part of me that I had to kind of like set aside like park away in a way and I'm the kind of person who loves dancing going out having fun but for a long time I wasn't able to do certain things but Mm -hmm. like you like I have I'm at that phase as well where I want to step more into my feminine but I also need to not forget my masculine yes because I can go from one to the other. I don't know about you, because for me, I haven't, it's been a long time since I've had a partner per se, yeah. or steady partner. And you become used to that. But sometimes you just feel like I'm done with everything. And I just want someone to look after me. And then you go too much the other side, yeah. right? Where yeah. you say, hang on a second, no one's coming to save you. You need to like be your own person. So when someone comes to me for relationships, I always say to them, yes, you may want to be in a relationship or you're in a relationship and you want to improve like the lady I mentioned to you about, but we need to work on you first. Yeah. What's your relationship like with yourself? yourself. Yes. Yeah. And we are not bringing a half to a relationship. I don't like that term of other my better half, half or my no. other half. We're a whole. We yeah. come in as a whole. The other person comes in. We. It's a bonus I don't need someone to complete me no yeah so it's just about bringing in your whole full version and then with that lady add on to like all the sparks in your like in your love life it just goes from another level to 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 like something so much better for your marriage 
Yeah. That is that is so true. Like, you know, we all have the masculine, the divine masculine, divine feminine within us, but we also all have the unbalanced masculine and the unbalanced feminine within us as well. And sometimes if we lean too far into our feminine yeah. and be like, I just want a man to look after me, that's very unbalanced. Yeah. Um, also like a manipulative woman, that's quite an unbalanced feminine nature, but also a very aggressive masculine is very unbalanced. So when we come back to our balanced masculine and feminine, actually we live in this beautiful dual nature of both sides of our energy yeah. and that's exactly. what we need to live. And you know we kind of touched on this as well because it's nice also to be looked after. Oh 100%. Yeah, I would love like I love it. If somebody says I'll drive you somewhere, it just fills me up. I'm like, yeah, I don't need to drive. Like the simple things. So what? It's nice to have that care and love and attention and this is what came up like I don't need to be the strong one or the the protector yeah. like it's okay and it shows up in yeah like a lot of my life has been like oh yeah I'll, I'll, I'll pick you up I'll do this I'll do that that is me living in my masculine yeah and it's the tiniest of things tiniest like of things. you know when I go out for dinner with friends sometimes I'll just go oh don't worry I'll get it and I'm like wait a minute when does anyone do, do you know what I mean when, yeah, yeah, yeah I need to learn to receive as well yeah so yeah. yeah, it is a it is a so much to work on. And yeah, 100%. There's always room for like looking deeper and going into what, what else is there. But I tell you what, like some people do ask me, like, if you do this work, what if I go back to being that way? What happens? This is a question that sometimes people ask me. Okay. Like, what happens if I feel like say for example someone's come for anxiety or binge eating like I've had a few people for for binge eating um where they they're called to kind of go back and binge eat even after the session oh it's always a question around what's the missing bit so what it what it does is I've had a client who's messaged me and we worked on binge eating and she said to me I do it a lot less, completely less. But when I do, she says, I realize why I've done it, where I've done it, and I fix it right away. Mm. And then I don't, she's like, I don't do it. It's like once in a blue moon that it'll happen. But I will know to stop and see what's going on around me and what's activated me to go back there. And she says, sometimes even while I'm doing it, I realize, stop. It's that awareness so the analogy I always use is with the RTT is it's like in life we've been we've been walking in this dark room with lots of things and bumping into things and just moving forward through life like that. With RTT, what the analogy is, is as if you go in, you switch on the light. Right. And you see where everything is. Right. Yeah. And you make like a connection. The old findings, the findings yeah. In your head, yeah. It's it? like but... you've seen where everything lies. Yeah. And now, even if at some point by circumstances or because life happens, right? You're still going to have stuff happen. So let's say you go through a difficult time and the light seems to be off again, but because you've known where everything is, you're not yeah. going to bump into it. Yeah, That's the analogy I like to use. So yes, it is phenomenal. But at the same time, life is going to, I always say to clients, look, like you will have difficult times, but it's just not gives fixed. you that, big time awareness yeah and that's that's what life yeah it's not a fix it's awareness and then how you deal with that awareness moving forward yeah so jazz we are going to have to wrap up soon but can you tell us about your book 
as a star. Yeah. So my book is called My Grief Companion. It is a journal, but it's a beautiful keepsake journal. I actually have one here. Do you want me to show you? Yeah, sure. Go for it. So that's what it looks like. That's pretty. Yeah. So what it is, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a journal and in the journal, um, it's a journal for when someone's lost a loved one. Okay. And the reason why I made this is because when my dad died, I was lost. He was the person who would ring me up two, three times a day. My phone would ring all the time. So I didn't know how I could talk to him how I could reach out to him. So I just started writing to him every day. I still have my journals from back then. I don't want to, I always, I want to keep them because they're a reminder. And even in my journal, even though in each page, it's like, I miss you. Where are you? I miss you. I miss you. Literally, like it's just miss, 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 miss. But it connect, gave me somewhere where I could give this grief a space to express yeah. And also share stuff like when I said to him, oh, you know, Isha's gone to like reception today or whatever. It's the first day, like things that I would normally share with him. Mm. I started to journal and even the difficulties I was going through. And then I was times when there was tricky times I'd ask him, please help me. So my journal had all of this stuff. So when I started working with people with grief and loss, I knew journaling was really powerful for me. And so I thought I've got to create something like this. But what I realized is over time, when we lose someone, we forget certain things that happen Mm -hmm. if we don't write them down. So like, for example, say you have a really beautiful dream of a loved one and we call them visitations almost because they feel like they visited you. They're so vivid and you talk about it, but eventually you forget the essence of what happened and So what I've created in this keepsake journal is dedicated spaces to really go through your grief journey and save all these different times that you're going through. And you can add pictures and mementos as well. So it becomes a beautiful keepsake that you can have. And it's a really nice legacy or tribute to your loved one for generations to come. How so does had I, get your book? How do they find it? It is on Amazon. Okay. You can order it on Amazon and you can gift it to someone as well. But if you want, I have copies at home. I'm happy to post them out to you as well. They'll be slightly cheaper from me because I get author copy prices. On mm-hmm. Amazon, it's just under 30. I think if you buy them from me, you'll get them for 25. Okay, amazing. And yeah. if someone wants to get in contact with you to discuss RTT, maybe their uh, traumas, their challenges, their journey in life, how do they find you? So the easiest way is on my Instagram. Uh, just reach out to me or even... Um, What's Jasper, your Instagram handle? Jasbamra Hypnotherapy is okay. my uh, handle. But even though I have a website, if you forget the Instagram, if you're not on Instagram, jasbamrahypnotherapy.com but it needs upgrading heads up, but you do have a way to contact me on there. So it's all there. And then for us to end on a happy note, what are five things about your life that you love right now? Ooh, I love that I can wake up um, with with having a business, the flexibility Mm -hmm. of being able to wake up, 
when I want. I love the fact that both my girls are older and no longer <laughs> doing school runs. So I yeah. don't have to, not all the time, wake up and do school runs. So I love that. I love um, the people who are in my life right now, the, the connections I'm making. I really, really love the fact that I'm in a space in terms of my losses because they're big that I've made peace with a lot of people from the past that I hadn't. Okay. And I do love the fact that I am also stepping more into my feminine and I'm really excited. I'm a romantic at heart, Ush. So I love that I can go back to reading my cheesy romance novels. I've even dabbled in writing. Yeah. That's that's a conversation for not the podcast, but off the... you'd be surprised I mean people often associate me with being very serious because of what I do but people don't know I have this fun side so I love that so I just love what I do and I love that I can help people I think that's six but yeah yeah well I love that I am seeing you um on this journey and being a part of your journey to you know reclaim your feminine essence because I've seen you enjoy I've seen you dancing screaming and honestly it's beautiful to see your growth as well so I want to thank you for coming on the podcast I want to thank you for that incredibly powerful RTT session yesterday and I just want to say if anyone out there wants to explore something that they're struggling with that jazz is 100% your woman because what happened yesterday for me was magical so thank you so much I really appreciate you oh thank you so much all right guys I will see you on the next podcast